Hello everyone and happy Thanksgiving. My name is Frank Cobbs and this is Truth in the Word. Today we have a very special guest here today all the way from Kenya, Africa, Pastor Daniel Marengo, a very special friend of mine. Uh, he's been here since the 15th of November. He goes back to Kenya on the 28th. But while he was here, I wanted to um, have him share his heart and things that's going on in his ministry and his country, uh, the support he needs, things of that nature. He's a great man of God. I have a lot of respect for uh, his knowledge in the Word and his beliefs and the things he stands for. He's a lover of Jesus Christ. He's a student of the Word, and he loves the Lord with all of his heart. And it is my pleasure to introduce Pastor David uh, Daniel Marengo. Daniel? Amen. Wow. Thank you, Pastor Frank and my brother. Um, really enjoying time here with my brother. It has been so wonderful. It's like a holiday for me. My names are Pastor Daniel Merengo. I come from Kenya, Africa, in a city called Eldoret. We call it the city of champions. This is where the marathon runners come from, the best in the world. So I'm so proud to be associated with it. I'm a family man, I'm a pastor, I'm a father of four, um, and God has been good, and I've been a pastor nearly since 1999, somewhere there, and God has really been good. Thank you, Pastor. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you. <clears throat> Back in Kenya, maybe just to say about myself and a brief history of who I am and where I come from. Uh, I was born in a family of nine, but at the age of uh, five years, my father left to a neighboring country called Tanzania. And I've never seen him. He died there. I've never even seen his grave. It has been a journey, poverty left and right. But you know, there is something I can say today. God has been faithful. And even before I go for happy Thanksgiving to everyone in the U.S., this is a wonderful day. I was asking my brother here, what does it mean to have this day? in the United States and he was telling me it's all about where you guys have come from, the things you've stood for. But you know what I can simply say? I've been in this country, God has blessed you. Somehow it's unfortunate that um, it is until you lose something that's when you know the value of it. Take care of this country, pass it to other generations because let them know that there is a God who really loves this country so much and is not something to take for granted. And maybe some of you listening, you've been out there in other countries. When you come back is when you can tell how blessed you are, how mm. privileged you are. And uh, if you allow me, Pastor Frank, I just want to share something I was reading and just thinking about it this week. And it's about the life of Jephthah in the book of Judges, chapter number 11. And if you read verse number, I think if I'm not wrong, chapter number 11, verse number 3, it talks about this man of God who had to run away simply because the brothers told him, you are not from this family, there is nothing you are going to inherit here. So get out, go away. 
And I was trying to read Pastor Frank and, you know, thinking how he ran out. That is not where I got captured. That's what blessed me so much and touched my heart is that when he left home, if you read so many translations in the Bible, the Bible says he went and joined worthless people, meaningless people, people who had no future. And the Bible says, and they followed him. Now, you're listening to me. This is Thanksgiving. The Lord has been teaching me some stuff. There are sometimes frustrations, rejection, hatred can send you to where you're listening from. You join wrong people. Not because you as a person, you're worthless. You are nobody but because of maybe some things that happened in your life, rejection, drugs, they send you to join the so-called friends you have today. And the Bible says Jephthah joined people who had no future in their life. And the Bible says that that is where he got comfort. But guess what? The Bible says he became like a leader. <laughs> In this group. Don't run away because of rejection. Don't run away because your brothers and sisters didn't like you. Don't run away because the environment didn't favor you. Allow me to say something here. And I want to believe the word of God does not go out in vain. May God send people to look for you wherever you run to. Restore you. Take you back to where you belong. Why? Because there are men who decided, no, we are going to see where Jephthah went. We want to go for this man. He is the one who is coming to be our leader. God can see your qualities. God can see how valuable you are, no matter where you ran to. And the Bible says, he joined the worthless people. And if you read, my Bible was telling me something that was so powerful that he ran uh, to, um, gathered to where a gang of scoundrels. You know, these are people who had no future. These are people who could not even tell how their next meal would come from. And that's the people he joined. But thank God that there are people, there are men who knew there was something real, there was leadership in this man. You know, what I'm learning, even as we celebrate Thanksgiving, be thankful to God, even for what you have in your life. Be thankful to God, even for the kind of job you're doing. You know, my brother here, my host here, he's a very powerful, skilled man of God. I was in his garage and I was seeing what he has done. You know, sometimes even if the enemy reminds you to complain over something, remind him of how blessed you are. And above all, make sure you have people in your life who can see something good in your life. Listen to me. Not everybody can see any, worth, any good thing in us. But if there is one person, if there are two people, not five, stick to those who see good in you because they will bring out the best in you. And you know when the men went to follow Jephthah, the Bible says he even couldn't believe them. 
he said, hey, come on. No, 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 no. Are you serious? Until I love what Jephthah did, he said, hey, we need kind of to do a covenant here that you guys are not coming to trick me here. But what I love is, no matter where the enemy will take you, no matter the kind of group the enemy will want you to join, maybe you're listening to me, no matter which group your child, your son, your daughter has joined, he is still the son, the daughter that you saw when you raising them up. They still carry the value, the goodness, the beauty, the future that you saw in them when they were growing up. Listen to me, I'm a parent. You may be listening to me and you are saying, Pastor from Kenya, you don't know how deep my son, my daughter has gone far. There is nothing that is beyond God. No group that could ruin your son or no group that he has joined that can take away what God ordained in their life. Remember where Paul was. He was just a mother, a guy who could, whose work was just to prosecute the church on daily basis. But when God turned his heart to him, he is the author of so many books than anyone in the Bible. So I want to encourage you today be thankful to God who blessed you. Be thankful to God who gave you your children, your daughter, your son. No matter where he is today. No matter how he has lost today. You know what? May God send the right men and women of God to go for him like Jephthah. And remind him you are blessed. You are blessed and nothing more but you are blessed one of God. Remember... There are words we spoke to our children when they were growing up. And uh, this is what the Lord has been teaching me. You find a woman in a labor room crying maybe because of labor. There are times I've gone with my wife in a labor room. And she's holding me tightly, you know, speaking all manner of language in pain. But guess what? The moment the nurses will tell my wife, here you have a baby. The tears of pain will turn to be tears of joy. And that is what God does. Sometimes there are things that may not be good in our life. There are tears of pain that could be flowing. But one thing I have known with our God. He's a God who can turn the tears of pain the next minute could be the tears of joy. So I want to encourage you, just give thanks to God for everything. Just give thanks to what God has done. You know, and, and, and allow me to remind you this, and I, I was doing a, a study, and uh, I was reading the book of Acts. Even for what you've been praying for, mark my words, God is all about to do something powerful. And I want you to be ready. Do you remember in the book of Acts, I think it's chapter number 12, when a church gathered to pray for Peter when he was in prison? Maybe you're there. And the Bible says God did a miracle and Peter was released miraculously from the jail. 
and he ended up in the door of the people, the very, very people who were praying for him. Guess what happened? When he knocked in the door, the Bible says, even when they heard the voice of Peter, they turned back to say, no, 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 it could be his ghost. Be ready because God is going to do something in your life. God is going to answer prayers you've been praying for. Don't run away like the church that was praying for Peter. This is not true. Of course, sometimes you know it could be a surprise. But listen, God is going to do something. I'm very sure. Because God's word does not go in vain. I can share with you my life. When I was growing up, you know, I didn't have a friend. I was telling my host here, Frank, that now God has given me friends all the way to the U.S. In a small village where I grew up, nobody could even admire to shake my hand. There was no meal on the table. My mother being a widow for all those years. And sometimes my grandmother sent my mother away for months and we are left there doing jobs that I cannot even mention here. Nobody knew we could amount to something. Guess what? In that village, I am a preacher now who has happened even to be in the U.S. several times preaching the word of God. That does not make me proud. It even humbles me even more. Knowing very well, there is nothing special I have done to God for me to deserve this. So I can tell you today, God has been a wonderful God, a faithful God. I love the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5 and verse number 24. The Bible says, he who called me is faithful. He will do it. He who called you is faithful. He who called you is not your neighbor, is not a friend to give up on you, is not a friend to promise you and fail tomorrow, is not a friend to promise you and tell you that the economy is not allowing me. The Bible says he is faithful. Guess what? How many friends have we had who were faithful for a certain period of time? For one year. I remember when I was engaging my wife before the wedding, I had a number of Maybe two friends, because I didn't have many. One friend promised me that, you know, I have been faithful. We have been good friends for so long. I'm the one who is going to buy rice for your wedding. I was super excited. I was like, God, this is a friend we've walked together. Guess what happened? Close to one week to the wedding, he told me, I'm sorry. God is not that type of friend. Who can just change his mind a day to your event, a day to whatever they promise? God, the Bible says, Thessalonians 1, 5, 24. He who called me is faithful and he will do it. I want to promise you as we, you listen to me, he who called us is faithful. He is not a man to change his mind. And you know, I was sharing something on Sunday, how sometimes even men we have relied to can change. Do you remember the story of Hannah in the Bible? She used to go in the temple to pray, seek God. I don't have a child. God, I'm seeking you, God. Intervene to my situation. 
Do you know one day what Eli did to her? That's how men can change, even your bishop, even your pastor. Do you know what he told her? For how long, you woman, are you going to be drunk? Can you imagine that coming from a leader, from your pastor, from a friend you've worked with for many years? And that is a true picture that sometimes men can change and can cease, can stop believing in you. The Bible says, Eli told Hannah, for how long are you going to be drunk? I love what the lady, what the woman told the man of God. I am not drunk, but I have chosen to pour my heart before God to hear my cry. I have no child. And the man of God said, may God hear your cry. You're listening to me today? And I thank God when Hannah got the baby, woof, she took the baby back to where she used to go. And remember the Bible, remember the scriptures, what she said. God, here is the child that I begged you for. Mm. How many times do we go back to church even to say, God, thank you. This is what I came here, prayed for. And God, now you've given. Listen. To me, God is a wonderful God, is a faithful God. You're listening to me today. Remember, don't allow frustration. I started in the book of Judges, chapter number 11. Don't allow rejection to send you away to join drugs. Don't allow hatred to send you away from the word of God. You know, we can talk about this, you know. God has... Um, you know, a way of reaching out to his people. And uh, so it, it's a blessing. So God has changed my life. Um, you know, I, I have invited my brother here to visit my country, to visit my church, and we have a time. He's coming. We will do this from our country. All I can tell you, I have seen God. And that's why, uh, Pastor Frank, God gave me a burden. To put other children even in school. Because I grew up, no one was there to take me and help me to go to school. No one was there even to encourage me that education is good. And that's why today, when I come to the US, I speak for a child who has nobody to speak for her or for him. And with $600, you can put a child in school for one year. And um, I do this because I know where I have come from. I know if you go to my village, there are those who will tell you, how do you even manage to speak good English? Because they know my background. And let me tell you guys, you're listening to me, there is nowhere I'm respected, I'm being honored like my own village. Why? They knew there was a time I could have been stealing in the village even to get food. I didn't do that. They know there is a time when I was growing up, we had nothing to eat, but I didn't even attempt to get somebody's stuff. They respect me for whom I am today, for what God has done in my life. And when I go back, my church, of course, is seven hours drive from where I was born. But every time I'm in my village, I can tell you, 
I, Pastor Frank will come back and tell you, I, I have total respect in my village because, and, and this is encouraging, Pastor, because it is good to have a testimony, not mm. when you are visiting people, but even from home. Yes. Even from home. Yes. I have all the people now who saw me growing up, who saw me thinking I will not make it to the next year. Maybe I will die somewhere. Doing formal jobs. I married my wife and we, people knew that. And, and guess what, <laughs> listeners? We were the poorest in our village. Number one poorest. And I married also from the poorest family from the next village. And for the last 26 years I've been in marriage, the last 24 years have been horrible. No house. For with even my children have been sharing a room. But you know, God is God, you know. And uh, people knew, oh, oh, they, they are going to divorce. The next month they will not be together. And guess what? People will say next month you will not be where you are. When you take the next month, they will say the next three months. When you take the next three months, they will say he will not make it for one year. When you take one year, you know, guess what will happen? Some will even come back to ask you, how did you manage? So don't give up on what you're doing. Because, hey, guess what? You have silent followers in your life. They will come to you to ask you, I saw you how it was five years ago. How did you even manage? So stay put, stand firm. Let me repeat, you have silent followers in your life. They are looking at you. You are a source of encouragement to so many. Don't give up. Because if you give up, your neighbor will give up. If you give up, there is a colleague where you are working will give up. They are looking upon you. Don't give up because there are people and I have come to realize that silent followers are so many than the followers we think we have. There are people who look at you. There are people who believe in you. Some of them is only they are in that category of thinking that you will not make it. But guess what? Here we are counting 26 years in marriage. They knew we will not make it for a month. They knew in two years we will be apart. But we are counting 26 years. <clears throat> My firstborn is 24 years now. I have a 20 years, 17 years, and 15 years. My only daughter plus other children who are living with us. And I can tell you God has been faithful. Give thanks to God for where you are today. Because he knows the end from the beginning. Amen. Sure does. Uh, Daniel has been such a blessing. You know, <clears throat> God is a God of blessing. It's amazing to sit and listen to the stories that he tells, how God will elevate those who are diligent and faithful. That's the thing. You know, <clears throat> I don't believe God has anything for sale. And I don't teach that, you know, if you give, God gives back. But what God does bless is faithfulness and diligence. And this brother, he was called to be a pastor in a country where they frown on that. His family did not want him to become a pastor. They even brought together a meeting trying to get him not to become a pastor because they knew in his country, pastors are poverty stricken. You know, there's, there's no money there. You got to understand, they don't have an economy like we have here. 
uh, they don't they don't have the opportunities like we have here. That's why my brother comes here to visit folks like myself and other pastors and churches. And I've taken him places while he was here, and he was able to minister and receive some support because what he does with the funding that he receives here is he not only helps keep his church up and running so that he may teach the gospel of Jesus Christ, but he supports other families and he supports children because. They don't have an education system there like we have here where everyone is entitled to education. They don't have that there. There, if you don't have the money to go to school, you simply do not go. And then if you're not able to go to school and receive an education, then you slide even further into the poverty-stricken villages that are there where you become a thief or a prostitute or, or any of these other things, any way to obtain a way to make a living or to simply feed yourself. We are so blessed here in this nation. I know we have our own fair share of problems and, and we have a lot coming at us, but we are still blessed mightily of God. God still has a remnant here. And God is raising this man up over there. He's doing great things with him. He is what we would call a presbyter here. There he oversees many other pastors and other churches. And God has taken this man and has elevated him, not because of his education, not because of his background, not because of his talents, but simply because he's faithful to God and his word. And he spends time in prayer and spends time in study. And he has no interest in trying to line his own pockets. His his goal is to preach the gospel, see as many people saved and enter the kingdom of God as he can see saved and enter this this precious kingdom and to help those that need help over there. He's a true blessing to uh to the city that he lives in over there in Kenya. A true blessing. And uh I would I would really love for you to pray and consider what you could do to help support this man and his ministry. I'm telling you that God will bless you because this man takes everything that he gets to advance the kingdom of God. Brother, how can they how can they bless you? How can they get a hold of you? Well, um, I can say here my host here has really been a blessing. If you reach out to him, he's a brother, he's a man, I believe, and a close friend. Um, if you are on Zell, I have an email you can sell direct. It will come to me. Uh, the email is Merengo or Daniel, which is maybe I can spell it so that maybe you get it right. My email address, maybe for anyone who is on Zell, M E R E N G O. W A, then the name Daniel at gmail.com. M E R E N G O W A Daniel, my name at gmail.com. And you can send me an email on that, and if you are also have the contacts of, I know you have them, of my brother, my host here. You can also reach out to him. And he's a man who has even sacrificed his income to support me. So I know whatever that gets to him will get to me definitely. So that's one way. And I'm also on Facebook, uh, Daniel Merengo. And you will see a picture there with a, an African outfit. And I know from there we can take it to another level. So thank you. 
Yes. And of course, you can reach me at frankjhobbs at yahoo.com. And there's also the Facebook page, Truth in the Word. But I want to say this, as we gather around our tables with a bountiful meal and with, with family and perhaps friends, to be thankful for all the blessings that we have, and we have much to be thankful for. Uh, I just want you to know that there's many people there that that are able to feed themselves simply because of this man's ministry, because of this man's dedication, because of this man's love for people and God's word. And he sees to it that they are able to feed themselves and, and, and just so many of the other needs that are met, like seeing that they have clothes to wear and, and able to go to school and a church to attend and, being the church is what he's being over there. You know, Pastor Franco, when I came in 2018, I came with a burden because the village I come from, we had 15 pastors. A number of them have retired now, and we have nine that I always also guide and a close family of pastors. When I came in 2018, one of the pastors was my Sunday school teacher when I was growing up. One of them was my pastor. One was a close friend helping me to grow in the world. I came with a burden to bless them with each to get a cow, a milking cow. Right. Why? I felt like God, I have nothing, but I want to be a blessing to these men of God who have contributed immensely in my life. So, you know, God was so faithful. We managed to buy around nine cows for each one of them. Nice. And uh, right now, they can be able to get milk for their families. And I have realized that it is a blessing when you bless somebody. Some yes. of us, some of my pastors back in the village have no connection in the U.S., have no friend. But if God has brought me here, I can also be their connection, you know. There is somebody I will know and he will be a blessing to them. So just giving you an example of what God is doing. And one day I went to my village and uh, uh, the group of the pastor's wives had suggested that I'm not going to eat in my house. But each evening they will prepare a meal and call me to share a meal with them. And they are like, hey, we love you. We honor you. Today our children can get milk. Because of you. We've never been to U.S. But you went and you became a blessing to us and we have milk today. Now, guess what? They will always say, what is the name of the person who gave you money to buy us a car? And you give that name, it will be on the prayer list hmm. nearly on daily basis. Amen. Mentioning the name that God, we have a cow here from a man we didn't know. But his name is Frank. God will bless him. We pray for his family. That's how you realize God is even doing things in your life. Thanks to people you've been a blessing to. Yes. They are lifting you before God on yes. daily basis. You know, <clears throat> last Sunday, uh, my brother here was speaking at a church over in Center Hill, Florida. And he, and he said something about prayer that got my attention that I really liked. I've never heard it quite put that way before, and I really liked it. He said, prayer is like a woman that conceives you know, you may not see that she's pregnant for quite some time, and that's the way prayer works. But after a little while, there's no hiding it. There's no more hiding the fact that she is pregnant. And that's the way that our prayers work. There's no hiding that God is moving in our prayers. I just thought that was an, uh, a really nice analogy. 
And it's wonderful to know that we have brothers and sisters in Christ all over the world in the same family. doesn't matter what their dialect is, what color of their skin, what their financial situation is. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. And this man here is my brother in Christ from Kenya, Africa. It's an honor to have him in my home. I look forward to having him again. And of course, I look forward to going and visiting him at his home. But I would like for you to pray about what you may be able to do to support him. And we're going to close this out with prayer. And uh, God bless you. And I, I pray you have a blessed Thanksgiving. And, and thank God for the blessings in your life. And thank him for the things that he's going to do in Kenya, Africa, and other places. Because when you bless a man that's in ministry on the other side of the world, everything that he does for the kingdom, that part of that blessing belongs to you. And that's biblical. The Bible says if you bless the prophet, you will receive the prophet's reward. Whatever that reward is, that's between you and God. That's God's business. But I will say this, be diligent, be faithful, be encouraged, and know that there is people still out there preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you today for your word. We want to thank you for faithful people. We want to thank you for men and women of God that will stand up and preach your word as it is written, Father, not worrying about offense. Lord, I pray that you'll bless all those that would consider supporting our brother in Africa and all of the people there that need the help. Lord, I pray that you bless Daniel, bless his ministry, bless his home, bless his health, bless his finances, Lord, bless his ministry. Let it grow, Father. And and just touch the children and the college students and all those that are under him, Lord, that they'll grow up with a firm foundation under their feet, set firm on the word of God for future pastors and preachers, should you tarry, Lord. And Father, we give you all the praise and glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Brother, do you have anything else you'd like to say before we close? Let me say in our language, and this is Swahili. God bless you in our language, Mungu Akubariki. Thank you so much. Very beautiful. God bless you.